Katie, you've turned off your targeting computer. Is everything okay? <laughs> yes. Good. Right. Now go blow up that Death Star. We've got a podcast to record. Interesting fact. Um, you've heard of the Flat Earth Society, right? Yes. Um, think about on the Death Star. Um, every time you saw them flying along the little trenches, spoiler alert if you've not seen the movie, why not? Um, the trenches are always really long and flat. So these leads me to think that there's maybe a flat Death Star society out there. Um, what do you think, listeners? Could anyway, be. this is Season 2, Episode 2 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. Badoing! Welcome, everybody. I've just been given the nod by our uh, podcast producer that it's okay to carry on talking. <laughs> we like to record a little bit of silence every week, just so that um, we can try and trim out the background noise to... Um, although some of the background noises are nice, but just like the, the buzz of the fridge. Like the um, dogs moving. And yeah, coughing, that kind of thing. What I'd noticed was that during the, the bit of silence that we'd left... There, there wasn't silence because you were shuffling in your chair and the dogs were doing stuff, and da, 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 which is why when you took a breath in to start, I made you wait Yeah. so that it went quiet. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, walkers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind the paywall. We don't do that. We don't do that. We fly along your trenches and drop photon torpedoes into your exhaust ports if you do that kind of thing. Um, or we just do our own thing. Katie's looking at me in a kind of like, no, don't, don't encourage that sort of behaviour <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> anyway, um, fetch is fetch and we hope you like it anyway. Um, and I'm joined here by the lovely Katie. I'm here. Yeah. I'm hello. wondering why you're sort of so Star Wars-y today, because you've not had a Star Wars weekend, I don't think. You've had more of a Matrix weekend. Well, you've had sort of a Matrix well, weekend. Well, we, we watched the first one, um, me and the boy. Um, but sometimes the Star Wars-iness just bursts out of me, just yeah. like a... That's true. Like a bursty thing. So um, what do we normally talk about? We Oh. Training. Well, you yeah. normally start off by sort of finding out how we both are, don't we? So yeah. how, how are you? Um, well, a, a bit rubbish in terms of, of the old running, really. So last week I announced that I was um, tuning up for the Hastings half. I had precisely half a year in which to do it. Um, so I set out to do um, a tempo run on Tuesday, which is not like a brand new thing in terms of my recent training. I have been doing um, about a mile and a half to a mile and three quarters of uh, effort during one of my runs each week for the last three or four weeks. I'd had a week off and then I thought, right, I'm going to go out and do another one of those. Um, so I got about 1.25 miles into the effort and I was starting to think um, like it would be nice to, to slow down now. And then I just felt a little bit of tightness in my right calf, which is oh, just the same old thing over and over again, really. So I had a little walk. Um, I tried a couple of jogs. It wasn't feeling quite right. I pulled up the compression socks that I was luckily wearing at the time and they seemed to help it out a little bit. And then I was able to trot home from there. Um, so that was Tuesday. And then I had a few days 
off, I think it was Friday when I next ran, and I set out to try and do three miles, just all sort of gentle stuff, just to see how it was. And I got about two and a half miles into it, and I started to feel a little bit of tightness again, so I just stopped and walked and swore for most of the way home. So, mm. um, so yeah, I don't know where I am really with it, and it's... No really mega frustrating yeah so obviously my next question then I think I already know the answer I think I must have had a dream that you had a successful run yesterday then because you obviously didn't have a successful run yesterday tell me how far I went Katie and I can pretend it was me it was two miles oh and you were quite pleased yeah no that was a dream that was a dream it did not happen no okay I might have dreamt I was running as well That's odd. Mm. That's very Matrixy. Mm. Did you see a black cat? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. I watched all of the Matrix films this last weekend because I thought that's what you and the boy were doing. So I applied myself and, yeah, uh, yeah I got through them. I'd forgotten a lot about the third one. Um, the second one, I'd remembered most of it, I think. Mm. Um but the third one, there was especially, I'm not going to say the ending, but um, towards the end of that one. Anyway, yeah, so we're all ready, prepared here uh, on the KTP side of the table for the Matrix 4 film. Yeah. And whatever that brings. Is Keanu in it? I, w- I would hope so, okay. really. Right. Yeah. And Indiana Jones, he's in it. No, he's in his own film. That's it. I'm hoping for Keanu Reeves without sort of jet black hair because... He must be well into his 50s now. Mm. And I think, let's be realistic here, you know. But I suppose in... No, no, hang on, not... not. Yes, in the Matrix, he can look however he wants, can't he? But Yeah, yeah. so maybe like a, a two versions of him, like a young version when he goes into, into pretend land. Yeah. And then, you know, his 50-year-old self. But my grandmother... I grand, don't know, I think it would look really cool for him to be an older guy doing sort of all the usual fighting and flying and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, your grandmother. Or he Was might decide. He Matrix? might decide that he doesn't want to be a guy in the Matrix. Okay. That anything could happen. Yeah. It's the Matrix. Yeah. Do what you like. Mm. Sounds all right. Mm. Sounds pretty good. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Um, my grandma had um, black hair or dark brown hair um, pretty much... Right up until the end. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened right at the end. But, right. Um, no, I mean, she, it's she... It's nice to laugh about it, though. Well, she would she would have enjoyed the, yeah. the laugh about it, I hope. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying it in that spirit. So, um, But yeah, she had she had dark hair right up till the very end. So mm. um, I don't know whether she was in the Matrix. No. No. Okay. Was that natural? To all, as far as I know, and she, w- I think she would have told me, or my parents would have told me, like, oh no, she keeps it in a pot by the, you know, mm. in the bathroom or, you know, that kind of thing. No, I'm pretty sure it was. That's quite unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So there we'll we go. leave that one there. Yeah. And how about you? How about me? Um, I'm good, thank you. I um, I'm feeling like I'm coming out of that tunnel of recovery um, from the walk the white. Um, I gradually have increased my energy and walking levels this week, which has been really nice. 
So um, the week of the Walk the White, I had a 38-mile week, which is not really surprising. Mm. Um, the week after, I had just 11. This is all, this is all just walking miles. Um, and then this last week, I did 24 miles, and I completed the Fetch Everyone Castle Challenge, which was a bit of a surprise. I didn't really think I would finish it this, this weekend, just gone, because I thought it would be... How I felt at the beginning of the week, I thought I'd really be managing just about to creep in on the 30th hmm. uh, with a sort of a two mile average each day. But I managed to do a bit more walking each day. And on Saturday, I'd already walked to coaching, swim coaching and back. And that's about three miles. And then mum had said to me, do you fancy a walk? And she fancied a, a bit of a longer walk for her. So we went all around Priory and... And that was really lovely. So I ended up on a six sort of six mile day on Saturday, finishing the castle challenge with my mum, which was nice. So that was really satisfying. So I've kind of ticked that off now and I feel slightly bereft because it was a motivator. Yeah. But it's also quite nice not to sort of think, oh, I'm walking to the post box. I better log it. Yeah. Yeah. You can lo- you can log your uh, yeah. more decent sized walks now, I suppose. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But one thing that caught my eye was that like your your peak mileage was I think for a month was just over a hundred is about 110 or something like that right so that's equal to about 25 or maybe 28 miles a week so you in walking the amount that you've walked this week that's not very far off like the peak although without like a big long walk in there Mm. so in terms of recovery I can I can agree that you are well on the way to it. So. Yeah, yeah, everything's feeling um, pretty good. There's still the, the faintest of hint of a something around the right ITB, mm. but it really is so, so faint. Um, so I'm tempted to try a run walk this week. Um, I've been doing my yoga, but I've been doing it more just what I fancy doing, which was actually a suggestion from my physio. She said, just don't go and follow a 20-minute or 30-minute class you know, you've been doing yoga long enough, just get on your mat and just do what comes to you, what you fancy. So that is what I've been doing. And this week I'm starting um, something called the Chill Pill from Commune, which is, um, I don't know how you'd describe Commune. It's sort of like a collaboration of lots of yogis um, and meditation experts and you can kind of join the community and then you get access to loads and loads of free classes. Hmm. But every now and again, they just put out a free kind of thing. And I'm doing a 10-day yeah. chill pill, which is a breathing and um, stretching. And 20 minutes each day for 10 days. So I'm looking forward to that. So I've just signed up to that. And I've just yeah. been listening to the um, the video about what equipment you need which is mainly bolsters and pillows, um, but there is a strap involved. That's what I heard, because I came through the door of the living room right. and you were listening to something, and I thought it said holster, but oh. it would have been bolster. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, what kind of yoga is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Attack yoga. You know. Yes. So there, I think there's lots of propping yourself into very comfortable positions and doing breathing. Mm. So... Um, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and I've also managed two, two swims in the lake this week, which is nice. I, I got down on the Wednesday evening. I think the Wednesday evenings will finish this week because we're going into October swim 
sessions next week. Mm. Um, so I might get down there this Wednesday if the weather's not like this, I yeah. think. Because if you can hear it landing on the on the windows. Mm, we've got absolutely throwing it down type rain here. Yeah. Which is kind of nice to see once in a while, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Good for the garden. Good for the, good for Barbara, our rhubarb plant. Yes. Yeah, she's looking a little bit worse for wear at the moment, isn't yes. she, I'd say. But she's in the new raised bed. So yes. hopefully she'll she'll settle in and come back fighting next year. Um so well well done on all Thank of that. You. Good good swimming. I'm yeah. I'm thinking I might have to get and do some swimming just to keep my exercise levels up. Well, um, I was going to talk about this later in the podcast, but the um, other thing I really, really want to do today is is kind of pin myself down to a swimming session in a pool and, and kind of book it into my diary as a regular weekly thing that I just go and do because okay. I keep faffing around about it. So I need to pick a pool, pick a day, stick to it. I've just spat on my hands Ooh. and shaking with Katie. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll come and do that with you. How about that? Okay. And I'll that's try not cool. to get in your way. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll go in different lanes. Yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, so that would be really nice. I, the other thing I did this week, swim-wise, is I swam in the river in a new spot um, with Heligant. And at the time, Heligant was very antsy and waiting for the call to go to Dover to do her second uh, channel relay crossing. Um, which I'm happy to say she has completed in an even quicker time than the previous Channel Relay swim that she did just like, you know, week, 10 days ago, something like that. Well, you get used to it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, just, just part of the routine, really. Um, and there were some really good videos on Facebook, some really excellent videos of the changeovers on the boat and all of that. But on Thursday, when we were swimming at the river, yeah, there was a definite feeling of a person who's waiting for something to happen who doesn't quite know when it is going to happen. It might have been Saturday, it might have been this week, but actually it turned out to be Saturday. The tides and the weather and the conditions and everything were just spot on. So yeah. well done to Halligan. Yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. So that's me, really. Yeah. So we've got a, a contribution from Linz. Yes. Um, last week, we asked people to send in contributions talking to us about their hopes and dreams um, and Lynn said well I've, I've got I could tell you where my training's at at the moment and um, well anyway here she is. Hi Fetchies it's Lynn's day here and I am sharing with you my tales of running woe uh, in the hope that perhaps I might get some helpful and useful Advice, although I have had lots of advice um, and none of it seems to stick. Anyway, um, so back to January 2020, I was running quite well. Um, some decent park run times. Um, we all know what happened in March and, and obviously that's not something that was positive for any of us really. Um, but I carried on running. Although I did cut down on the longer runs because I found them quite difficult. Um, but I made my 700 mile target in 2020. Um, and, and then in 2021 in January, I got COVID. Um, so I started again with Couch to 5K um, a couple of weeks after recovering. And 
kind of never really got back to enjoying running since then. Um, I was doing a, a, a sort of a, a multiple 5k challenge which kind of kept me going out. We've got a family exercise WhatsApp group that's kind of motivational. Of course, it's lots of motivations on fetch, but I just, I don't really know what's happened. I don't enjoy my running and I'm doing it less and less and less. And in fact, I walked around Park Run yesterday with my kids, which was really nice, but that means I haven't now run in over a week, which is really unusual for me. But seemingly actually quite usual for the last, well, not over a week, but low mileage. I, I revised my mileage targets in January because of COVID to 500 and I was quite on track for 500 up until a couple of months ago. But I'm just doing shorter and shorter runs and fewer and fewer runs and just not enjoying them at all. I'm finding the same routes again and again around my house quite dull. Um, I don't really live near anywhere nice. I um, I'm running less with people. Maybe I should try and do that a bit more. Um, I had a couple of race entries that were transferred over to this year. One of them I just cancelled in the end because it was a really big race and I didn't feel comfortable. And the other one was actually for today. It was Ealing Half, which I really love, and I've done nearly all of them. Um, but I just realised about six weeks ago that I wasn't going to do the long runs. Um, so I gave my place away, actually, to someone who then couldn't use it because they were also injured. I've been doing, I had been doing quite a lot of other exercise. I've been swimming and climbing and doing sort of bodyweight exercises. And that's also kind of dropped off. Um, doing quite a lot of walking just to and from work because I don't want to catch the tube. Um, I'm coming out of a period of what I can recognise as fairly poor mental health. Um, but it's almost... It's slightly weird in that my mental health is better now, but my exercise kind of drive is gone. Um, whereas when I was really struggling, I did manage to exercise most days. Um, and it, I guess it's kind of linked in a way because one of the reasons, well, one of the things I did to try and um, improve my mental health was to stop forcing myself to do things I didn't want to do. And it turns out that I don't want to run at the moment. Um, or do bodyweight exercises. Um, so here I am. Um, haven't run for over a week. Have no races in the calendar. Um, I'm not enjoying running. And um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to do. Maybe nothing. I don't know. I mean, I. I feel like I need to up my exercise because otherwise I'm going to become unfit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at my monthly totals and it's kind of hovering around sort of 50 until July and that's 32 and August is 27 and September is 16. Um, so there's a definite trend there and it's quite different from um, what I would expect in normal years. Anyway, that's enough waffling from me. Um, I know that other people are also struggling to run for various reasons. And I'm really sorry to anyone that's injured and really wants to run, um, because I must sound very spoiled. Um, anyway, that's it. I hope you're all doing wonderfully. Bye-bye. Oh, Linz, I wish I could give you a great big hug.
and tell you it's all going to be okay because I really find that useful myself when I'm feeling like you're feeling and I really genuinely think it is all going to be okay. Um, I One of the things I've noted down, so when I was listening to you, I just noted down a few things. Um, I've noted down mental health catching up. That's one thing I've noted down. So you said that you'd had the period of um, poor mental health and that you were coming out of that. And I sometimes think that in that period of time, you're still, although you're feeling better, you're still kind of assimilating. Is that the right word? You're kind of, you're kind of just trying to get everything back together in the right place in your head. It's been quite a lot of effort, I'm sure, for you to come out of that that period of poor mental health and do the work that you've done to to help yourself. And I think, in a way, that's that's kind of enough of a not a struggle. That's not the right word, but that's enough to be kind of calculating and working out and figuring out and all of those things and maybe this isn't the time to be putting another thing into your brain to have to work out and figure out and if that's how running feels it's okay to just pop it on the back burner for now yeah I reckon I watched one of those videos where people dance about on like a a troop of people dance around on treadmills and some of the treadmills are pulling you one way and some are pulling you the other way yeah and it's just made me think of that right now. There's there's so many things going on at the moment that, um, like you said, you're not enjoying it and you've found that it helps to not do the things that you don't enjoy. So, yeah, mm. just just take it easy on yourself at the moment. The other, thing, the other things that I've written down are, you mentioned dull roots. So I think I would be tempted when you feel like running and I would wait until you feel like it I think I would be tempted to combine meeting people with maybe driving a short distance to do a different running route so I'm sure there are going to be lots of people who are going to be keen to help you with this so you could just drive a short distance um, meet someone you love being with and just go for a different run route somewhere um yeah or even i mean we've found it's really good to look at os maps and um pick a path that you've not been down before yeah and even if you if if you don't know what it's going to be like then go in your running kit but you know be expect to walk some of it and run the bits that you feel like running and then all of a sudden you've got some some totally new input so that's a great idea yeah I think that's great. I had written target, but you've already said in there that you tried having a target and that you had to let go of that. And sometimes I think if you're not ready for a target, it can be quite dispiriting to have to not do the thing that you're targeting. So maybe again, just put that on the back burner for now. You'll know when you're ready for that. You could set a target with one of the things that you're in, you're enjoying more. So you could maybe look at a swimming event that might give you some momentum with your swimming. Um, but I'm going to get really strict with you now. Uh, this is serious stuff, Linz. No, you are not being spoilt. No. Okay, that's my strict voice. Uh, so you can let that one go completely. You are clearly just in a little bit of a doldrum with, with running. And sometimes it's okay to say, that's where I am. And I'm just going to accept that. And I'm going to do other stuff. When Katie uses that voice, the dogs normally go, all right then, and then they slink off to their beds because they've been 
being naughty. So stop being naughty, Lindsay, and, and <laughs> stop thinking of yourself as, you know, having done something wrong here or, or somehow doing it wrong. No. Just go easy on yourself. So I also had a look at your, your log um, and a few things stuck out to me. Um, in 2019, when you had a, a, a big mileage year, you had, I think, 48 runs, including some park runs, or quite a lot of park runs in your race portfolio. So clearly, when running is going well, the, the events are a, a core part of, of knitting all that together. Um, and who knows, with park run coming back, you mentioned maybe you need to do more things that involve being with other people. Um, it could quite easily come back for you. You know, it just it doesn't take much um, to to get that feeling coming back. Um, and you said that so two competing things: not enjoying it, so shouldn't do it, but also that you want more exercise. So I thought, well, how much is she doing here? And yeah, your running is a bit down at the moment. But I looked at your swimming. And this year you're on 24.6 miles for your swimming, which apart from one year, which was probably about 10 years ago, and if you carry on, you'll beat it anyway, um, you've done more swimming than ever. So yeah, um, good. So if you're talking about not doing as much exercise, then, you know, have a look at the facts. Your swimming is totally going for it at the moment. So yeah. Another three months of that, and you easily smash your previous swimming record. So, yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah. So yeah. we're sending you fetch love, yeah. and a bit of fetch strictness, and I'm yeah. peering over my glasses into the microphone. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing compared to Katie's stern voice. Yeah. So anyway. Isn't, isn't that right, dear? That's right. <laughs> anyway, good. So anyway, if anyone else has got any um, agony aunt problems... That was, that was quite an enjoyable exercise, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was. Please, yeah. please send them in. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, and we'd love to try and help. Yeah. Whether that, if that was helpful, if it wasn't helpful, then yeah. you know maybe go somewhere else. But um, mm. we, we would love to try and help you. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So thank you very much, Linz, for sending that in and sharing it with yeah. us all as well, because um, I know some people find it hard to, to share stuff like this when they're not doing well they like to only mm. think about the positives but well done and um fingers and crossed luck. for you good luck yeah. let us know how you get on cool um some sight features mm -hmm. the rain's coming down even harder now. it is um some sight features um you might have noticed in the forum that you can now block off spoilers and you can quote other people so there are some new tags to learn so if you wrap something in spoiler tags then it will cover it up until someone clicks the spoiler um, link in your post or in your blog post um, a few people have enjoyed that there's a great blog from McGowan where he uses spoilers to comedic effect mm. um, that's pretty cool and also in stuff where people are debating things, so like the politics thread, COVID thread, whatever, when people are discussing things that other people have said, um, you can highlight a bit of text in someone's post and hit the the quote button, which is in next to the pin in the top right-hand corner of the post, and it will paste that part of their quote into your post in an obvious way. 
And then, so it's obvious what you're responding to. So sometimes I see misunderstandings that come about because people don't know quite who someone else is responding to. Yeah. So if someone has popped up in the meantime to say, but I really like cake, and someone uh, immediately then says, don't be so stupid, Mm. then the person who's talking about cake in the middle thinks that they're talking about them, and then, you know, Mm. trouble ensues. But um, hopefully that's helpful and not too confusing and that you're all enjoying it. Um, I'm just at have interest. Yes, I have noticed lots of it, and it's been it's been nice to see. But just out of interest, from a kind of person who has no idea about these things, how sort of how much time does introducing that sort of feature take you as a as a person? How much of your like your working day do you would you take up with something like that? Um, those two are were pretty quick. Um, so I just need to amend the code so that when it detects one of those tags it does the thing you know it it wraps it up in a button that says spoiler and when you click the button it opens up the text that was inside yeah i'd say um the spoiler button took me about half an hour yeah and the quotes took a bit longer because there was a bit it was a bit more involved but that was maybe an hour and a half tops or something like that so um it's little things that hopefully help and people don't have to use them but um, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of sometimes it's just like having a little crossword puzzle to solve in the middle of the the more difficult stuff that yes. I'm trying to do yeah um, so I enjoy it as well um, and people do ask for these things as well sometimes yeah so, yeah. yeah it's got properly dark it's got it? really dark yeah. and there's a storm coming the gutter that doesn't cope very well is occasionally not coping very well. Uh, so you might hear that. Fetchy's kind of like a a deeper, louder drip. Yeah. Next week's podcast will be recorded <laughs> on the roof. Yeah. With me balancing on the edge of it with a broom. Mm. Like Nigel from the Archers. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That guy fell a long way, didn't he? Well, I don't think I've ever heard it, but no. I hear that it was a long... It was a long shout. Yeah. If you measure the scream, I think he he fell the equivalent of you know thirty floors or something like that. Right. Uh, right. Something ridiculous. Um, and then one final site feature mm. uh, I wanted to mention is you know on feature requests, right, where you vote for and against things. Yeah. Whoa. It's a monsoon. Yeah. How very British to to stop everything we're doing because it's raining a bit harder than it was previously. Oh my gosh, it really is raining very hard. The river is going to be... Yeah, it's now raining much harder than it was previously. I can even see our neighbour's gutter not coping. Yeah, see it's not just ours. Our gutters are equally as good as everybody else's. Oh, Oh. wow. Okay. If we don't get this podcast out, folks, if you find it, like, you know, when, when they fish us out... Um, then uh, know that it's been a pleasure. Mm. Um, got water running down the door now. We have got water running yeah. down the door from that. Oh, well. It won't last long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, feature requests, then yeah. you know about those, yeah? Uh-huh. You can vote yes, no, or meh, I don't really care. Um, but you can also now choose one of them as your golden ticket. Um, okay, so your absolute favourite one that you really, 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 really want to happen. Yes. 
um, and you could you can change your mind on that at any point. So you can just go, no, actually, this new one's come in, and I want that one instead. Yeah. And you can change it, um, and that really helps me to work out what people really want because um, at the moment there's absolutely no restriction on the number of yeses that you can put in. Um, so lots of them are reasonable. Lots of them, you know, you think, well, there's nothing wrong with that. But what would really make your day? Yeah. In within the feature requests, um, and you get one, so you can't just you know agree with everybody else. Yeah. You've got to you've got to pin it down. So okay. have a little look at those, and the more golden tickets we get, the better really, because okay. um, it gives me a better view of what would make everybody happy. And then I'll try and focus on those a bit more as well, um, whilst taking in the overall voting. Into so account. when the when the golden ticket one has been actioned by you. Yeah. Does that then free up your it does. golden ticket? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So plonk it on the one you want and I'll do my best. Cool. So look out for that. So if you go to the click the help button, mm. which is on top of every single page, and then go to the feature requests section and make your choice. Yeah. Don't just pick the top one on the list because it's nearest, just because you want to try it out. Please don't do that. No, don't do that. He's got a very pained expression on his face at the thought of you doing that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, could you do your stern voice? Don't do that. Right. Okay, no one will now. That's good. Yeah. Cool. And what about you? Have you got uh, anything from the site that you wanted to highlight? I was going to highlight a race blog by Big Chief Running Boar. And it's a really nice blog about, well, a race that should apparently be called Woking Half, but is actually called the Surrey Half. And uh, so there's a little bit of... A little bit of uh, something going on there that they don't want to call it the Woking Half. A bit of politics or what? I think it's a bit of um, looking down upon Woking as a place. Yeah. Maybe Woking has trademarked itself. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's a nice little blog. I enjoyed it. It's nice to read about races and people doing what we always used to do all the time, which was train for something, do something. Yeah. And, and then the kind of how the... Change, you know, you change your kind of mind during the race because either things are going well, things are going poorly. I'm not going to spoil it for you. You're going mm. to have to read his his blog, but yeah. it's nice. It's a nice one. Um, as races are still a, a relative um, novelty, I'd also like to mention another blog, and it's from a few days ago. Uh, Katie's being attacked by her knitting. Um, it's by uh, Sing. Um, Sing. Sing. Right. Okay, it's sing. Yeah, S Y N G E, sing. It's sing. Sing. Yeah, okay. we got. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah, it's sing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he did a race on Lundy Island, which um the the number of people who can enter are limited by the number of people that can fit on the boat that goes across from I think it's Portishead. Okay. I might be wrong on that, but it. There's the size of the boat determines the size of the race, and then it's a, a race around the trails on the island, um, including one really cruel bit where they make you run down all of the like a hundred million steps to go around a marshal and then go right back up the steps again. Ooh. So there's he, he includes a picture of his elevation trace mm. um, on the run, and there's this really nasty bit where it just plummets and then goes back up again on the other side. Ooh, so. Very good. Um, but it looked awesome, and the, and the whole idea of going to a, a relatively remote island um, to do something like that really appealed. So yeah, that's one for my list one of these days. Oh yeah, 
although I think I'll probably swear at the on the steps. Yeah, I expect you would. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and threads. I've got a couple of those to mention as well. So there's the official unofficial book group book discussion thread. Yes. Watch. Have you got the official unofficial book group book discussion thread? It's not called that. It's just no. called the first part of that. Yeah. Um, and anyway, people are just... So the spoiler tag has come really useful on that thread. Um, so you can talk about how things are progressing in your book. Um, if people might want to read it, then they will hold back on reading yeah. your spoilers. And if they don't want to read it, they can read about what's happening in your book in a very short form. So yeah. I've been sharing some of the book that I'm reading at the moment, which is The Citadel by A.J. Cronin. Yeah. Um, which is about this doctor um, trying to reform local practices. Um, and it's written in the 1930s, so it's pretty sexist. There are a few um, moments where you feel quite uncomfortable about some of the language, but if you allow for the fact that we've moved on from then yeah. um, in reading it, then there are some you know enjoyable bits in the book, so... Um, yes, and it's supposedly um, the book that inspires, inspired the NHS because okay. of all the doctors in this book who were just doing it badly. Right. So so there you go. And the other thread is the new Doctor Who thread. Oh, yes, okay. Um, and um, if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's kind of like an exciting time at the moment because there's there are rumours that there's a new Doctor coming at the end of this Yes. Um, set of episodes um, and that's cool because there's always a lot of speculation about who it's going to be Yeah. so it's quite fun seeing all the different predictions and, and the hopes mm, mm. Um, of, of and, and just the silly ideas of who would make a good yeah. Doctor so yeah. who would you like to see as the next Doctor Who? I don't putting know you, on the spot there. you are putting me on the spot I don't have a specific particular actor in mind um it might be quite nice to sort of go a bit non-binary with it, though. That could be quite interesting. Hmm. Um, I've just been recommended a book about um, the, the whole kind of binary, non-binary, gender, and I'm really interested in reading about it, and I think it would be kind of cool to have a doctor who's, who's got some aspect about them that, that challenges. Because it's a bit kind of... I mean, I know it was... It was great to have Jodie Whittaker and have the first female doctor but in a way and, and I think that in a way did sort of challenge the whole kind of gender thing yeah well it's it smashed a bit of concrete that the doctor who folklore has been sort of embedded in over the years yeah. so it yeah. was a start wasn't it, it and was then... a start but it would be interesting to kind of explore a bit further on that one um, yeah I mean he or she is is essentially whoever they want to be or whoever they turn out to yeah, be. Yeah. So there's it's the ideal role for yeah. being a different person with different feelings and different, mm. you know, everything. Yeah, could be cool to time. have a they, couldn't it? Mm. And that would be, but I don't know whether they would do that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who knows? So I don't know. I so was that's just going to say feeling. Richard Ayoade. Yes, I know that's been a popular, <laughs> that has definitely been a, a popular... I mean, he he. So he could still play a non-binary mm-hmm. doctor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he certainly would bring quite a quirk to it, wouldn't he? Yeah. So yeah, 
I watched a great film with um, Chris O'Dowd, who obviously was with uh, Richard Iwadi back in the IT crowd. And um, it was a really, it's a film I'd highly recommend. It's called The Starling. It's on Netflix at the moment. And it's a much more serious role for him. So he, I've loved seeing him change from the IT crowd days and sort of develop as an actor. And I absolutely love The Starling. He's in that with Melissa McCarthy and Kevin Klein. Mm. It's very good. Recommend. Tissues needed. The, the thing about Richard, though, is that I've seen him in a few things and he's always the same character. Yeah, he's kind of himself, isn't he? Or maybe yeah. an exact... Well, I don't know him, so he maybe is always playing... Very different in real life. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's always playing the character that he, that he plays, but yeah. he was a very, very exaggerated version of it in the IT crowd, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, although uh, he was in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place which right. came out before that, and he oh, was okay. very similar oh, we'll see. Okay. in that as well, yeah. uh, as far as I remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Go, pop into that thread and, and say who you'd like to see as the new Doctor Who. Sandy yeah. Toxvig was my other hope. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. Right. Um, any other threads or anything else to... No, I'm all good, thank you. We've just got the Member of the Month interview to come now, haven't we? So yeah. we've got Autumn Leaves interviewing Singh. And I now know that that's how it's pronounced because in the introduction, um, Autumn Leaves explains that that is how it's pronounced. <laughs> um, so, and I didn't know this, but the little musical notes that he has after his name are to... I think he called it to to sort of subconsciously nudge you towards using sing rather than singe, which I've never even thought of. I've seen the musical notes and I've seen the word and I've still been calling him singe <laughs> all this time. Um, but yeah, it is in fact sing. So. Yeah, I thought it was lovely when I, when I thought his name was singe that <laughs> we'd come up with something that was dragon fire breathing chasing you down six hundred miles. <laughs> But no, okay. No, it's Singh. Well, I will try to call him Singh from here on, but I might yeah. end up with some version of the three. So anyway, here we go. Member of the Month interview. It's, it's Singh's, um, is the Member of the Month and Autumn Leaves is interviewing. Okay, hello Fetchies. Um, it's Autumn Leaves here and I'm uh, deputising for ITG by doing one of the Member of the Month interviews. Um, and I've got the honour of interviewing Singh. I've discovered that is how he pronounces his name, if, like me, you sometimes wondered, who uh, was Member of the Month, um, we think, in April of 2021, um, partly on the back of many enthusiastic fetches taking part in the Castles Challenge. So, welcome, Singh. Hello, Autumn Leaves. Hello, fetches. Good morning. It's, um, it's an honour to be here. Um, I, I, I think it was almost entirely on the back of the, uh, the, the Castle Challenge, actually. And, and um, a number of you were very kind to, very kindly nominated me and a number of you obviously very kindly voted for me as well. So, yeah, delighted to be here. And uh, thanks to Autumn Leaves for her patience with me this morning while I've messed around with Zoom and dodgy internet connections. But uh, here, we, here we are anyway. So, yeah, pleased to be here. Yeah, we're hoping that Ian doesn't have to do too much crafty editing. So fingers crossed it will go smoothly from now on. Um, so I've got the questions um, and uh, I will uh, fire them at you, Singh, and you can either expand or change your answers if you wish. Um, so the first one 
is from Urkaz. I think that's how we say it. Uh, he says, congratulations, well-deserved sing. The castle challenge has been great. Um, question, if you were to win a golden ticket to any sporting event, what would you choose to watch? Okay, thanks for that question, Kaz. It was it was great to have a question from a fellow virtual runner. Actually, I've, I've come across Kaz on the uh, the um, great virtual run across Tennessee, which is one of the early lockdown runs, and we mm -hmm. we completed a thousand kilometer journey across Tennessee in in four months in um, in twenty twenty. So, wow. uh, in answer to your question, a golden ticket to any event. Um, I, I, funnily enough, I got this question and, and I was just setting out on a coastal ultra or a coastal marathon that day. And I spent most of the day thinking about what my answer would be. And I found this a really difficult one. Um, and I think the reason it was difficult was that we'd actually been fortunate enough to get tickets for the, uh, for the men's 10,000 meter final at the 2012 Olympics, which turned out wow. to be that Super Saturday day. And trying to think of any event which could better that is, is really quite tough. You have, to, you have to sort of imagine a day where all your favorite sports people kind of come together in the same stadium and win everything. Everything because because that was hard to better. But um, now what I will say, and and if there are any listeners who who frequent the cricket thread, they might they might um, like or dislike this answer. I would say that that I'm still waiting for Somerset County Cricket Club to win their first county championship. So the the, the match in which Somerset successfully are crowned as winners of the county championship. That's that's what I'm going to go. When that can happen, then um, then yes, please tickets for that one. Thanks. Pat. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fair. Uh, I mean, I'm a Lancashire last myself, uh, so uh, I think we've won a few times, but that's fine. I won't rub it in. Uh, right. <laughs> Pedro Scales uh, says, congratulations, Singh. My question is, uh, if time and money are no objects, what route or race would you love to do? Um well, I'm, I enjoy marathons a lot, um, and I get as I get older and slower, like like many of us. And uh, I, I enjoy the experience rather than just chasing the fast time. And I love the Berlin Marathon, but but having done that several times now, um, I, I think I'm going to go for a different kind of long distance run. Um, you've said time and money are no object. I'm kind of hoping that age and fitness are going to be no object either. Um, and what I've decided to do is is go for a a little trot along the Appalachian Trail. Which is mm. which is over two thousand miles from from Georgia up to Maine, all up the the just just inland from the eastern seaboard of the of the United States. Um, it's over two thousand miles, and it takes the average walker, the, or the average fit walker or hiker, something like six months. So I'm I'm going to go for that one. So if you could, Pedro, if you could arrange some support for me for that, um, that would be fantastic, please. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Seems very <laughs> obliging. Tell says brilliant. Well done and congratulations. Love to see folks rewarded for awesome community efforts. Oh yes, a question. What is the musical notes thing about? I think he means after your fetch name, doesn't he? Uh, do you really sing and are you a bass, baritone, tenor, brackets or soprano? Uh, choir, solo or boy band? Uh -huh. There's a number of questions in there. Um, yeah. The, the, the musical notes really relate to the, it, it's the pronunciation of my surname. I was very, I was very unoriginal, as, as, as you will have guessed by now, and I, I, I chose my surname as my, as my fetch name. And I just thought I'd, I'd jazz it up a little bit and, and add the musical notes as a kind of subliminal clue to the fact that the word is sing and not singe or signs or anything else. Um, and I, every now and then I feel, I, I'm very much of two minds. I mean, they're there now. And, and first of all, I feel very sorry and very grateful to, Ian to fetch for um, making his coding work with these blinking musical noise that must annoy the heck out of him. 
Um, and and secondly, I think, oh, does it make people look at me as as as, as a bit of a sort of uh, I don't know prima donna in some way because I've got this weird name that doesn't just have normal letters in it. So I I I, I do worry about them a little bit every now and then, but they they seem to be a bit of a trademark for me on fetch now. So uh, that's the musical notes. Um, yeah, the, the 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 family history, just very briefly, is is that um, the name, the surname Singh, came from uh, Henry VIII, who who um, was so impressed with the singing of, of one of his choristers that he said, henceforth, I shall call you Singh. And uh, that's that's where the name came from, apparently. Wow. The irony, as you'll see if you read my written answer, the irony of, of the whole thing is that I'm tone deaf and I can't sing in tune at all. <laughs> so I think you, you might have guessed by now, listening to my voice, that I'd probably be a bit of a bass if I was a singer. But um, but uh, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a singer, I'm afraid. And I spent years of, of childhood and, and teenage years you know, I was singing in a group, doing a sort of school unison or something, singing very quietly or even miming. Um, mm. it, it doesn't stop me singing around the house now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spare you all the agony of that. So I won't I won't break into um, a, a lack of tune now. But uh, there, there, there you go. Hopefully that answers that that little group of questions. It does. That's an amazing family history. But it's a bit of a curse to have a name like that, isn't it? If you perhaps can't sing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> being called Grace. <laughs> I always feel. That's a bit of a double-edged sword if you're female, you know, it can be lovely, but if you happen to be having two left feet like I do in some circumstances, it's not good at all. Okay, next we've got um, uh, Jelly, Lime Green Jelly. Uh, congratulations, Sing, well-deserved. Um, what is your favourite castle on the challenge and have you visited all of them? My, my, my first response to Jelly is to say congratulations to her, and this was some time ago now, on being Indeed. the first finisher on the uh, on the Castle Challenge. And I think she'd, she'd broken onto the fetch scene altogether just very shortly before that and was already becoming sort of visible as a as a runner who puts in serious distances. So delighted with, yeah, she, she's, a, she's a great contributor to the site. And I was delighted that, that, that she was the first to cross the line. Um, so, uh, and, and actually it may just have been her normal running. She may have done anything anything special to go and try and win the challenge. And I think that's probably the case. It was, it was, it was Jelly's normal running, um, marathon a week and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. In, in, in answer to your question, Jelly, no, I, I haven't visited many of these castles in, in real life. Um, I used to live in Bristol, so so Chepstow was very much on the doorstep, and that's that's a very impressive castle right over the banks of the River Wye. Um, Cardiff Castle's worth a visit because it's it's in such an unusual location, right in the middle of Cardiff. Um, but I, th I, th I think actually I would I would pick um, oh I've forgotten his name completely. What's that? <laughs> this is where Ian's going to have to edit the um, the castle that Ian knows. It begins with C. What was it called? This is terrible. It's months ago. Um, it's so good asking me. I'm afraid I, I sailed through them all without really looking. I haven't done my revision, have I, before this, <laughs> before this um, interview? Uh, what was it called? What was it called? I'm desperately looking now. The, the one beginning with C. Oh. And wasn't Chepstone. I'm cheating. No, I'm cheating now. I'm looking at the uh, looking at this. Claire Philly. Claire Philly Castle. Philly. It's a, that that looks fantastic. I mean, I only I, I only know it from Street View and from this event. But uh, that that I'd, I'd love to go and see that because there's another one that's nested right in the middle of the town. But it's that it was presumably um, the, the presumably grew up around it. So mm. yeah, lots lots that I'd like to see, Jelly. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Are we okay on uh, time. I autumn leaves. I didn't really we didn't really compare notes on how long this interview should run for. But if I'm getting a bit rambling, then just just stop me, won't you? Okay. I don't think <laughs> we should worry about that. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't think people have got anything better to do than listen to us. Um, so Mandy Moo uh, is next. Congratulations, Singh. What is your go-to snack or the first thing you eat after a long run? 
I, I didn't really answer this directly because of the questioner. This is Mandy Moose, who, who, who I've sort of seen occasionally on the um, on the campervans thread. So, so I, my my answer was anything that that can be cooked on the twin gas burners of a campervan will do me ah. just fine. So I, I was I was a bit non-specific there because I you know, we 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 bought this campervan just at the beginning of lockdown and we're. Um, we, we were a bit constrained in the first year or so, as, as, as you'll imagine, and everybody else in a similar situation will know. But uh, we're, we're, we're gradually getting out and about in it this year. And it's, it's just fantastic cooking up a meal on, on, on the campervan burners. Yeah, brilliant. Good stuff. Um, OK, next we've got uh, Serendipoli. Well-deserved thing. How long did it take you to plan out the castle challenge and what first gave you the idea? You've created a fetch community event, runners and walkers of all types, speed and distance, sharing a route with lots of unexpected bedfellows and funny chat along the way, and lots of motivation to get out and keep the party going. Thank you. It, it has been a brilliant challenge, and, and it still is a brilliant challenge. And, and we're now, um, what, we're about uh, 10 days from the from the sort of official end with, with Darwin mm -hmm. gradually and inexorably bearing down on, on Fetch Towers, but, but delighted that, um, that Fetch is keeping the event open for longer so that everybody who's still on the route can finish. And I've been, I've been blown away by, by the sort of fun that everybody seems to have had on the, uh, on, on, on the forum, not just those, those early finishers, but everybody who's tootling along now and, and those who aren't too concerned about whether they finish or not. It's, 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 it's been a fantastic journey with all of you. And I think there were about 600 entrants in the end, but it's, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the journey immensely. Um, so, uh, and, and the forum has been great. I, you know, I love the way people contribute to the forum, however, however sort of insignificant or, 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 or sort of personal the comment might seem, it's always, it's always really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, I hope that those who cover hundred miles get, have, have got as much out of it as those who cover maybe the, the whole thing, the whole 600 miles. I mean, I, I, the, the, the way it started was I, I, I've been a bit of a, a, a sort of a glutton for these virtual events ever since the start of lockdown. And I mentioned the, 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 the Tennessee mm. thing, but I've also done yeah. a couple of UK ones. I've, I've run along Hadrian's Wall. I've done the Welsh Coast Path. Um, but, the, but the one I think I enjoyed most earlier was, was the Southwest Coast Path event, which was organised by a, a, a local race organiser here who was looking to sort of supplement his income during lockdown. And, and, and with there being no real runs that he could organise, he was, I, I, I think, sort of uh, wanted to find something else. So he set up the Southwest Coast Path run. And we had about 20 fetches taking part in that. There were only, I don't know how many, about 300 entrance altogether and there was a little bit of a Facebook group going but but 20 fetches we set up a thread here and and there was some mm. really good chat and banter and and it's 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 that sort of showed me that the, that that chat and community side of, of a virtual event was was you know as important or maybe more important certainly more rewarding than just covering the distances and ticking off the miles yeah and, um, definitely I, when 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 sort of lockdowns continued and and life didn't quite get get, get back to normal I asked Fetch whether whether he might be interested in hosting something on on the website because um, otherwise I would go to an external one. But but it seemed to be you know maybe an opportunity, and he gave it a bit of thought and 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 eventually said yes. So so you know I I, I just told him what I thought worked and he he had lots of ideas too and 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 he obviously did all the really complicated stuff the programming it's the setting up the 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 the, the actual um <clears throat> coding for it and and creating the map linking to to, to Google Street View and so on and you know he he, he deserves 99.9% .9 of the credit for this I'm, I may have a tiny bit of credit for the inspiration <laughs> as to how it was going to work but um but no you know, a huge thanks to Ian for for it um and uh, we, we, you know, we, we basically agreed the, the sort of 
broad parameters of it. It was going to be free to enter, which is very much in accordance with the, the Fetch philosophy. Um, it was going to be contained as much as possible within the site so that people didn't have to go off somewhere else. And we agreed 600 miles in six months as being a, a you know, if you took walking yeah. and running into accounts, that was a reasonable um, target for many people doing many combinations of activity. And, and I put together the route. And I, I, th I think the castles, it just, it just occurred to me that it would be good to have some, some really interesting landmarks on the way. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a member of the National Trust and I enjoy visiting the castles and the, and the sort of country houses and things every now and then. And um, I, I think castles do, do sort of capture the imagination somehow. So, uh, so that was, yeah, that was, that was really how it, how it originated. Does that answer that question? It does. And it, it also answers conveniently the next one. Uh, which was from uh, Marky Mark Mark, um, because he said, why castles, which uh, we've just heard about. So that's great. Um, Absolute genius. It was, it was just yeah, a genius well idea, Mark. That was, you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing less. <laughs> yeah. No, but I agree with you about, um, about the forum. I mean, I think my favourite bit was just people sharing the most unbelievably boring street view photographs. <laughs> <laughs> I think one or two of those might I be mine, never seemed to end up anywhere interesting. It, I just never did. I was always on a kind of random road with almost nothing to look at. I don't know how people managed to get these really nice views. And even when I got to a castle, I would always seem to be somewhere where you couldn't see the castle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out. I'm going to give a shout out for ITG here, who every time she posted, she seemed to be bemoaning the fact she was on a on a sort of very small B rows in the Welsh marches somewhere with hedges on both sides, and that yeah. went on for, for week after week. But she gamely stuck with it anyway. So, so <laughs> yeah. hello, ITG. <laughs> yes. No, I know how she feels. Um, okay. So uh, next question is Westmore's. Um, Congratulations, Sing, loving the castles challenge and community. Um, if you could meet anyone, past or present, who would it be and why? This was a great question. And, and this is one, I think probably like many people, I've been working on this one for years, thinking if anybody ever asks me who my ideal dinner party guests are, I've, mm. I've, I've got my list. And, and, and for what it's worth, I, I was going to have John Peel, the, uh, the, the DJ, to, to play the music, select the music for the evening. I was going to have Robin Knox Johnston, the round the world sailor, because he could give us some really good tales of, of, of yeah. you know, adventure around the world and in the oceans. And I was going to get Michael Parkinson in. Sorry, sorry, Lancastrian lady, autumn leaves, but I was going to get Michael Parkinson in for some uh, for some sort of amusing anecdotes and stories from from show business and entertainment and so on but um but you you said you, you didn't ask me about the dinner party list so that was a bit sneaky of me just to give you an answer to that one anyway but um no I I, I I'll turn serious for a moment and I I, I would invite I would, I would want to meet my dad who, who died in 2006 and he, he he had prostate cancer for several years before it was diagnosed and um by the time it was diagnosed it was it was kind of too late and um, he, he sort of set me off on this running lark without, without even knowing because, because I decided after he died that I wanted to raise some money for a cancer charity and ended up doing the, uh, the 2007 Flora London Marathon. Um, okay. And uh, and the, the the running sort of started from there, really. And, wow. And, you know, kept kept going. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it would be it would be my dad. Um, and I, I in my written answer, I I I sort of ramble on slightly, but um, you know, I was I was born in the early '60s and and had probably a typical 1960s son father relationship, which wasn't wasn't a particularly close relationship, wasn't a particularly distant relationship. It was just probably a bit more a bit more sort of formal than than parent-child relationship than good parent-child relationships are now and mm. um I'd love to go back and sort of you know see if we could see if we could do that a bit more differently and uh, yeah. and uh, you know I've learned so much being a parent with 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 two daughters and 
and naturally, as generations go on, you end up having very different relationships, I think. And, and I'd love to go back and try and, and try and sort of, uh, you know, overlay some of that onto my relationship with my dad. Yeah. Oh, I think that's great. Um, OK, I think this is a really good question, actually, coming up next from Flying Scotsman. Um, congratulations, Singh. Well deserved. My question is, if you were a professional athlete in any sport, what song would you want played as you walked out onto the pitch? The first songs that came to mind were the ones that you hear at every running event, things like Eye of the Tiger, Chariots mm -hmm. of Fire, We Are the Champions. And you kind of realise as you think about them, why those songs are so good. So they give you a huge sort of confidence. They have a good beat. They make you think you can win anything. Um, but no, in, in, in terms of sort of sporting uh, links, I'm going to go back to the 1976 Montreal Olympics, which I think are the first Olympics I was really aware of on TV. And I'm okay. going to ask you, Flying Scotsman, please, if you can play Emerson, Lake and Palmer's version of Fanfare for the Common Man, which just has such a fantastic build-up and is so full of, full of promise. Great. That sounds good. Um, okay, Geordie Girl uh, says, a very worthy winner. Thank you so much for creating this amazing Castle Challenge. What inspired you to do it? If you could run a section of the route for real, where would you choose and what distance would you do? Thank you, Geordie Girl, and hello to you. Um, I, I, I think inspiration, I've probably talked about that already in a yeah. previous answer. Uh, um, and, and as I said, I'm still still enjoying it immensely. Um, as for my choice of where to run, um, I, I, I decided I'd pick a section of the Monmouthshire and Brecon Canal, um, the towpath along the canal. And you might all be a bit frustrated by that because, because it was a section where there was no street view because it's just a, it's just a towpath. So the Google camera vans couldn't get along it. Um, but uh, it's, it's nice and flat. And, and down here in Devon, it's, we're, we're just surrounded by hills everywhere, which, which I love. But, but every now and then, the, the opportunity to get out onto the flat um, and, and, and run some sort of fast, regularly paced miles is, 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 is very mm. welcome. So I'm going for the, uh, the Monmouth from Brecon Canal towpath, please. Okay. I think we'll allow, uh, we'll allow that. <laughs> um, Wombling Plodder uh, Brackets Welsh Womble um, asks, congratulations, Sing. I'm loving being part of the Castle Challenge. Thank you. Um, which one is your favourite castle? Um, and have you visited it in the real world? Hello, Welsh Womble. And yes, I recognise you as a, as a regular contributor to the, uh, to the Castle Challenge forum. So, so thank you for, thank you for um, your, your question. Um, as I said earlier, I think it would probably be Caerphilly. Um, there are one or two castles later in the route that, that like some of you, I hadn't, I hadn't even heard of. Sort of Elvaston and Chirk, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of before I started planning this. But I needed, I needed suitable um, sort of waypoints that were, that were yeah. the right distance apart. So there were one or two unusual ones being dug out of the uh, of, of, of Google Maps there. Um, but no, Caerphilly, I think, is the is the one that just has, has looked. And it may be because the Google Street Bank could, could drive most of the way around it, so they got better views of it on Street View. But um, as, as you said, also believes you, you you missed out on seeing one or two because Street View wasn't. <laughs> The right place so we're it, it, I think our, our, our vision of the world is maybe becoming too much formed or mine is too much formed by what I can see online now um but but carefully yeah just looks just looked amazing in that setting okay perhaps we should organize a fetch trip there when all this is over and we're allowed to go places brilliant we could have a little That's outing idea. I think that would be good <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh happy G uh congratulations very well deserved and my question are you the masked fetchy 
I'm going to I'm going to plead complete ignorance about this. I'm not quite sure even what the masked fetchy is. Um, no, and, I and, don't know either. Happy, <laughs> happy G, I think if I say yes, I'm probably breaching some some confidence or some piece of etiquette about the masked fetchy. Never say no. You probably won't believe me anyway. So uh, I'm 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 going to um, I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment and not answer that one. Fair enough. <laughs> End okay. Of question. Next. <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, Big Chief Running Ball asks, which bit of you is the fittest? This, this was an easy one. The bit of me that's fittest is the, um, it's the bit of my brain that tells me that I can run further and faster than I really can. Um, okay. that's, that's got really high fitness aspirations. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, the rest of me usually lets that bit down. But uh, yeah, that, okay. that, that part of my brain that, that, that okay. tells me I can go further and faster than I really can. <laughs> okay. That's good, though, because a lot of us have issues with the other bit of the brain that's telling you what on earth are you doing? Why, why are, you, why are <laughs> you attempting to run this far or this fast? Okay, and then we've got Pot Hunter. Um, congratulations. What would you have for your death row meal? Starter, main and dessert with something to wash it down, please. Okay, well, this is a good question because now I, I I can't avoid this one. I'm not going. I'm not going for the camper van question because if I if I was okay. in the camper van, I'd be I'd be sort of making my escape and getting away. So True. I'm not going for the for the two burner meal here. I'm going for something a bit more substantial. Um, starter's going to be something from from Italy. We've had a couple of holidays in Italy, and I just I just love the sort of seafood there. So I'm going to go for a, a squid or octopus starter. Apologies mm -hmm. to vegans here. I have got one vegan daughter, so so I I, I do know how you might react to this. Um, but but yeah, sea, seafood is great. Um, I think the oh the main course I will go for the camper van actually. I'm going to go for for a for a sort of three bean or a five bean chili, something like that as a as a, mm -hmm. as, a as a main. Um, because that's just a, a a dish that we cook up all over the place yeah um, nice one pot meal <clears throat> indeed and then and then dessert what did i say just, I, oh i rambled on on this answer i'm, I'm just <laughs> um, i'm gonna have some cheeses i'm gonna go for the, the international cheese platter or something like that with a load of cheese okay. and a load of pickles and a, a load of sort of grapes and fruits and so on and some different some really nice cheese biscuits something like that that sounds very nice yeah <laughs> well you could spin that out as well couldn't you so. absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> whilst they put in that final plea um, oh and something to wash it down um well i'm off i'm off to do some walking in the lake district next week so i'm my, my first order there will be a pint of theakston's old peculiar okay so it'll be a, a pint of that please pot hunter fair enough um and then finally we've got um Christy and he asks and it's a while since i did french um elle sang dans l'arbre I think he's. I think he's playing on for 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 those who can't see the words in front of you. There, I think he's playing on the fact that the the French word for a monkey is singe. S S I N G E. Et le singe dans l'arbre. So yes. I've, I've I've said in my in my best sort of schoolboy French, I've said yes, and he's throwing coconuts at you, Critity. Excellent. I think that's a perfect a a, perfect response to that. Bit of a surreal <laughs> final question there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, well, thank you very, very much. Um, it, that's been really super hearing your answers. Um, I think it's quite nice actually hearing people talk through their answers rather than just reading them on the site, although that's always nice too. So um, thank you for your time. I think we've got to the end without too many technical glitches. Um, so um, Fetch, I hope you can put something together that sounds relatively coherent from, from this. Um, and uh, thank you very much Fetch for listening. Uh, and uh, catch up with you all soon, I hope.
And thank you, Autumn Leaves, for the uh, for the for the interviews and for, as I say, being so patient with me at the um at the, at the beginning of this while we got everything set up. And um, I'm now going to press the stop recording button and see if I can get this into a, a file that can go to uh, to, to fetch. So um, yeah, thank thank you, Autumn Leaves, and and thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Well, thank you both for a lovely interview. Um, but I feel as though. Um, and not, and definitely not because Katie said anything to me in her stone voice. Um, but I really want to point out that um, it's not me who edits the podcast together. So it's the dogs. No, it's Katie. So so Katie does all of the podcast editing. So once we finished recording this year today, um, she will sit and listen through the whole show and pull out all the bits where we've coughed or um, stopped to do whatever. Gone on about um, the rain. Gone about the gone on about the rain too much, that kind of thing. And it's not raining now. No. Isn't that weird? Um so so it's Katie who does all that hard work. So I mean, thank you for being considerate enough to try to minimise the amount of editing that we have to do. But yes. um There wasn't not much on at all actually. Account. No, there there really wasn't much at all. There was a bit with a telephone made a funny noise, which I I tweaked. Um but yeah, there was hardly any editing to do at all really. So thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and um, also, um, Singh suggests that um, I did 99% of the work in putting together the Castle Challenge. Um, and I built a page that pulls it all together, but it really wouldn't have been anything without the route. Um, and what we noticed when listening was that um, you were asked how long it took you and and then there were other, some other sub-questions that followed on from that. And we didn't actually get an answer to the how long it took you. So if, you, if you're listening to this and you want to send us a little follow-up to explain how long. Mm. Um, and any, any sort of hints at uh, next season's um, challenge, because we're hoping to do one mm. um, next sort of spring through to autumn, because it's gone well. Um, then if you want to do a little piece of the podcast, that would be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. But definitely, I did not do ninety nine percent of the work. I did a, a, a lesser percentage than that. Yeah, by a long way. It's been it's been such a great challenge. One of the other things that was mentioned in the interview was about Street View and how um, some people were always having sort of really awful um, views when they went to their Street View. I actually had quite nice ones quite often, and sometimes it would look a bit boring to one side. Um, but then if I just did the like the little twisty turny things that you can look around a 360 degrees view, I'd have this beautiful kind of on the other side of the road, there'd be a lovely field or just a nice view or trees mm. or something like that. So I quite enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. Um, it's nice to just get plopped down somewhere and then wherever you are, just have a little wander about on street view. You don't have to just yeah. stay right where you are. You can go, right, okay, I'm here today. Let's see what this is all about. Yes. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and the other thing that I picked up on was um, that Singh has done a virtual Southwest Coastal Path event. Hmm. Um, I actually really like the idea of actually doing the Southwest Coastal Path because we've done tiny bits of it, haven't we? Yeah. Literally just very, very short bits of it and we really like it along there. So it's quite a challenging one. Who's going to carry the tent? I don't think I could do one where we had to do... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I need to be... We'd have to plan a route so that we got to sort of stop off and and do sleeping in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to carry the bed then? 
you can carry the bed. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. And I, it might sound like the dogs edit the podcast, <laughs> as Ian said at the beginning, but honestly, it is me. Um, but thank you very much, both of you. It was a really lovely interview, I thought, and um, really interesting as well, and especially the Henry VIII stuff. So, yes. Cool, yeah, thank you very much. And, and um, we certainly hope that we'll, we'll get a few more Member of the Month interviews as we yes, move through, nice. for, through, the, through the people. Um, I've got to give a little shout out to our new sponsor, Advanced Performance. Um, mm. So each new winner, so uh, Singh was a few months ago now, so he was still in the Fitbit gang. Um, but each new uh, winner of the Member of the Month award gets a £100 voucher from our sponsor, Ooh. Advanced Performance. You can spend that on whatever you like from their store. So they are um, two running shops in Peterborough and Cambridge. Um, and during the pandemic, they've started doing more online and they're trying to expand that. So they're getting involved with stuff and, and thankfully they've got involved with Fetch. So um, cool. do please go and, and give them a look. If you go to Fetch and go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash M-O-T-M, member of the month, um, then you can. there's a link there to go to their store um, and you can also nominate someone um, so you can't nominate Singh now because he's already won it, but you can nominate someone else who you think is worthy of, of the title. Yeah. And uh, if you're close enough to advanced performance to actually go to the store, um, they do an excellent gait analysis there. Yeah. It's one of the places I recommend to my, my, um, my runners. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so thank you to Sing, to Autumn Leaves and to Linz D for sending in your contributions or for being part of a contribution. Um, we love getting those. Um, if you've got something, you can send it to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. So just record it on your phone and bung it in an email to us. And we'd love to feature it on the show. Um, so future week then, Katie. What's yeah. coming up for you? Well, we've we've had a, a moment where we've um we've had a handshake on setting up some swimming. So I think there's definitely going to be a pool swim happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like to also. This is something you're probably not going to want to do. Go to Woburn Lido. Lido, settle that for me once and for all, and give me a way of remembering it. It's Lido. <laughs> That's not helpful. Anyway, I'm going to go to Woburn Open Air Swimming Pool and I'd like to get a regular slot there so that I can also do some cold stuff because the the aim that I'm looking at next year is to try to, to get through a, a whole Coniston um, in one bite. Five and, and a quarter miles. And I need to get better at coping with the cold for sure and Woburn are going to do cold water. So they're turning off their heating now and um yikes the water will gradually cool down to around 12 um so that's the other thing that i need to do and i'd like to start run walking this week in fact i was going to do it today i don't want to go out in the weather we just experienced so i'm going to see what the rest of the day holds but i might get out for a little run walk today um and start my commune chill pill because according to the lady shula who is who is in charge I'm going to lengthen my life by doing this 10-day, 20 mm. minutes a day. And be able to sleep on command. Yeah. Just like that. Let's try it now. Sleep. Sleep, Katie. 
No, so it's not. <laughs> oh, it, it it kind of worked for a second there. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what this week is going to hold, really. I'm going to probably try running again at some point. Um, I don't know how soon we're going to do this magic swimming thing that we're going to do. Well, we need to decide um, that, don't we? But that'd be nice if we could fit one in this week, perhaps. And just maybe I'm thinking of getting my bike out, although I don't fancy this kind of wet weather for, for cycling. Mm. Um, but um, I was watching the boy play football on Saturday. Um, they lost <coughs> one. Um, yeah, the cough covered a seven there, unfortunately. Um, anyway, I was listening to two blokes talking about bikes. So there was one doing a 100-mile challenge, and then there's the person he was talking to was doing 100 miles, like, every tea time just for fun kind of thing so they were talking about gear and and um it just got me thinking that i'd like to get out on my bike yeah and, and do the odd ride here or there so mm. pick up some conquer size zones because i'm almost at the limit of what i can achieve with with my runs um but i'd like to fill in a few more a few more gaps there mm. so and it's something that will keep my calves safe yeah. while still giving me some exercise so all stuff i've said before yeah. Who knows whether I'll do it. Whatever, really. Watch uh, this space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I hope you do. Yes, thank you. Um, so, thank you for listening, if indeed you still are. Mm, this is a long one today. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back next week. Mm. Uh, you got anything else to add? Not a thing. Right then. Um, visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with any comments or queries, questions about the show. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. But sometimes the Star Wars-iness just bursts out of me, just yeah. like a... <laughs>